live and tired of packing and unpacking town to town up and down the dial maybe you and me were never meant to be just maybe think of me once in a while this is the vmp after a match in cincinnati That was excellent. Well, after welcome musical interlude, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast, a podcast that is like the Thanksgiving dinner of podcasts. It's a lot. You have more of it than it's probably good for you, and you often need a nap afterwards. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's mm-hmm. full, of that, full of that turkey chemical. Mm-hmm. That's how we yeah, sound we, so smooth. It's di- digital tryptophan. Oh, that's... Oh. I saw him spin at uh, right? Creamfields once, I think. On this week's show, after last week's bumper crop of Cam ness there's a lot of TFC in this week's show. So oh. we've got, I know, I'm sorry, two TFC wins. Uh, we're going we're gonna to talk some MLS, too. I know, this, is, this, this show is basically Cam free. Huh. So those of you that tuned in for that, uh, thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Um, <laughs> But, uh, you know, but, we're you know s- if, it's, if it's your job to pay attention, just in case we mentioned the Campiel, then yeah, you keep, know. keep, keep listening. You we never can know. slip it in. You never know. Mm. It, it, um, it might be in one hour and 30 minutes in. You, never, you <laughs> probably should listen. Uh, the whole thing. It's, it's the whole no, thing. No skipsies. No skipsies. You know, it's, it's, sometimes it's like code. We just draw. We just sprinkle it in there and you have to piece it together. Mm. Um, we're going to say so long to an MLS legend. Look ahead to two more TFC matches. Dear God, there's a lot of TFC and more. So much much TFC. Um, And now to this week's panel. Giving thanks that, other than this show, he can still mostly ignore TFC because it's just going to be them in Seattle in the final. Anyway, say hello to Duncan Fletcher. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. We we, we didn't get that at all. But anyway, hello. Thank you. It was an an alternate beginning. Yeah, yeah. Outrageous, boys. Things, <laughs> some things matter, Dun- Tony. Duncan oh! likes his things <laughs> like, in like, particular like, order. Ah, <laughs> uh, he's thankful that Hummel has been coming out with some stellar kits. It's Mark Hinckley. Yes, I am, and they keep churning out the hits one after the other. They're that really on their game right now. Is beauty. It's lovely. That's 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 the Colorado kit I've always wanted. <laughs> Not, not, the, not the suede fringe. Uh, no, that's well. that's you want it, but you never, never want to wear it. No, that's an art installation piece. Yeah, that's, that's the piece you frame if, if for I Halloween. Fa- if if I somehow found you one, you would have to wear it. That if that you, has to be a deal. If you know like what, all if the you, time, or if for you like found it, yes, and I can no, get it. No, all the time. And my arms, yeah, I'll fucking wear it for you. All right. Promise. Challenge. You are never going to meet that challenge. Never. <laughs> never. Uh, potentially thanking the footy gods for Gareth Bale's return this coming weekend. Welcome to Tony Walsh. I'm dropping fat rhymes like Herb Tarlick drops turkeys. Sweet. Mm. Um, as for me, I'm thankful for all of you, dear listeners. And you three. You're all pretty great most of the time. Aww. 
Uh, mm. oh, I, I, are, are you out of carrots because you made a big like Thanksgiving dinner or something? Pretty much, yeah. You sound, <laughs> you're, sound, you're sounding soft today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm still, you know, post-turkey coma. I am your host, Kristen Knowles. I'm out of this week's show. Starting it off with TFC post matches. Two games, two clean sheets, two wins. Not pretty wins by any means, but it's hard to argue too much with positive results. It oh, was oh, soccer. Although we can try. Um, last Wednesday, of course, Toronto journeyed to Foxy Foxborough to the terrible turf um, of Gillette Field against the I, terrorists. I, 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 think, I think you... Uh should call it the like by one of its new england derby names though the, the first ever derby? mls new england derby whatever you one you choose but it was the first ever mls new england derby that's right mm. tricorn oh yeah it was the, it was the, it was the tricorn hole the tricorn hole yeah the broken teacup the, yeah. the paul coffee cup Mm -hmm. uh, there were many options. There were many yeah. options. We didn't settle, you're right. Well, it was a rare win for Toronto in Foxy Foxborough. Um, and as I said, not particularly pretty, but on the strength of a somewhat controversial goal by Io Akinola in the 29th minute, and a botched penalty by the Revs' Adam Buxa. Although, seriously, why didn't Lee Nguyen play? just take that? I still don't understand. It was very strange. Uh, in the 68th minute... They were able to eke out the 1-0 victory to keep the winning streak alive. Staying alive. Um, a, little bit of, a little bit of squad rotation from, from Vanny in this one. Not, uh, not outrageous, um, but kept some people, you know, some people are injured. Kept some people off the turf a little bit um, since they had two, uh, two, time, two turf matches coming up uh, this, this past week. And... Uh, Alex Bono got the start. First TFC goalkeeper to get 100 matches. Wow. Good for him. Wow. I know. Because mm. they, because the whole, the, 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 the ongoing hilarity slash anger at Toronto FC for screwing over Stefan Fry. Mm. Um, <laughs> they didn't screw him over. No, oh, they just they just chose not to do something nice. That's not the same as actively screwing someone over. There were points on the line in that game, Kristen. What's he supposed to do? Throw in the shitty backup goalie just to be nice to him? Come yes. On. Come on. <laughs> who was playing said? Was it was it, was it Freddie Hall? Who who was who was the uh, the other person? Was it I Jay can't Bendick? even remember I, now. Who was 2013? Yeah. Who was the other keeper? Sure. Ben, Bendick was, was he there then? I oh, I think it was Bendick. Was this mm. when Bendick was usurping Fry? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Bono stole Bendick's job. Mm. Right. Yes. The ongoing 
the ongoing. Uh... No, Kanopka kind of stole Bendix. Oh, job. Yeah, Kanopka. Forget about Kanopka. Uh, yeah. He's in there too. He's in that steal your job. Actually, Kanopka oh. had it for a couple, for like, I feel like he had it for like two months. Yeah, yeah, he did. Like, yeah, it, and then and that was forget stolen. Don't forget Julio Cesar. Mm. Oh, never forget that. That was still. <laughs> no, 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 Bono. Like you know, yeah, hundred matches. Like you know, but. I don't know where does he. Uh, I don't. I don't know where I put him in the pantheon of best uh, TFC all-time goalkeepers. He's no Freddie Hall. <laughs> Ooh, hot take. Uh, uh, no Milos Kosic. Ouch. Milos Kosic. Yeah. Yeah. He was. He was. He was a good. Good story. Kenny yeah. Stamatopoulos. Huh? Uh, good uh, loan. Wish we could have uh, kept him. What about friend of the pod, David Monsalve? Come on. David Monsalve made his. I still believe he made his career on those appearances, and he deserves them. He was excellent. He was youngest keeper in MLS. Sutton impact. Um, yeah, we've had we've had some like funny enough. They're, they're, they've always had like fairly, except I guess when they've been like really decimated by injuries or something. They've always had a fairly. Okay, solid goalkeeper. Yeah, our, our, you know, probably the Irwin worst keeper is not we a, had. You know. I would say the worst keeper we've had was probably Sergin Sakanovic, and he didn't play that much. Mm. But like that was also the first like first yeah, two seasons. Was, so yeah, those yeah. were like the bad. Where everybody bad years. was just leftovers yeah. and castaways, and oh, and you then, you aren't ready for this. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Plus and, a lot of injuries. So plus yeah, a lot of injuries six Toronto keepers. He, he was never he was never supposed to be the main guy, but no. You know, no. When you go with like who had like the main game like two guys or what have you, it's always been fairly solid. It's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Sam Reynolds. Yes. And yes. Old Sammy. Old Sammy one start. And club legend Brian Edwards, of course. Oh. Reach. Oh yeah, that dude. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Who actually, you know, if you did one of those, like, you know, split faces of, like, Bono and Bendik is kind of, like, what you'd end up with. Interesting. Probably not. not wrong, actually. I know. That, I, I'm taking that just purely from my memory. That's not a bad... Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, I think probably with um, with Bono, the, the, the stats, the couple stats that, that stand out the most for him for his 100 games. Um, so he's now... You know, first for game started for TFC keeper uh, is now has the most clean sheets. Also one ahead, Stefan Fry, which I think is funny that it's one ahead of each. Um, and I think he's backstopped them to the most wins now. He's also I, the keeper I, that had the I, best I, defense. I, I, yes, this is this is where I'm going here with this interruption. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not giving this as talent to Bono. I'm saying I, he's fortunate <laughs> enough to have the defense in front of him. Let yeah, Duncan yeah. interrupt. <laughs> yes. Duncan somehow thinks that I've become an Alex Bono fan. I, uh, you're, you're telling me that Bono has only played one more game than Stefan Fry, but within that 100 to 99 games, despite him playing those 100 games in a TFC that's generally been quite good, as opposed to Stefan Fry, who, yes, he did have the season behind Precky, but also had Alex Vinter and Chris Cummins' seasons, and Bono's only got one more clean sheet than Stefan Fry did in that whole time? This is not something to celebrate. Truth. Bill and Ted's Alex Winter? Not exactly. <laughs> did I say Alex Winter? You did. Alex Winter. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
I miss that just, hilarious just, season. Just, yes. just, just fix the music. And the phone booths kept popping up everywhere. It actually, actually has not happened yet. Fucking net. But yeah, I mean, well, you know, I, that, that does not look good on uh, Mr. Bono, I don't think. And that's why he's so low on our top 30 TFC goalkeepers of all time. St. Dimas High School Football Club rules. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Although if one goalkeeper uh, was, was in a band called Wild Stallions, it's Bono. Yeah, true. <laughs> true. Really? You don't think it's Kanopka? No, not really. No, he'd be in a completely other band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's in a metal band somewhere. Yeah, he's him, either, and, he's in a him and Alan. Or a goofy, rock, fast rock band. Him and Alan. Stoner yeah, band. Yeah. Him and Alan Gordon are in some kind of foobar band. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yes, yes, absolutely. 100%. Okay, Kanaka's done. either the bassist or the drummer. And... I like a wild party. Wild party. Alan Gordon's obviously the lead singer, so. Yeah. And, uh. I guess Kanaka's on drums like Animal. I think Kanaka's on drums and, like, Urasowski's the bass player. Who? Urasowski. Oh, no. That guy's prog rock. Yeah. <laughs> He that guy's on a that guy's on a synth. Yeah, he plays he plays left synth. Yeah, that guy's playing like vet. Yeah, he's like Vangelis. Yeah, he's... I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Thorsten Frings would be on this band. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, oh, like Ger- yeah. German like fucking Ramstein he, metal. He's, he's, but he but he's also like the virtuoso guitarist. He's yeah. the one that's like the, even though the he's, the track is only three minutes and twenty five seconds long, his solo hear, on stage exactly. is eight minutes. Yeah, yeah. You, you can hear the he's underpinnings the one that of his actual talent. technique. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's yeah. the one that has talent. He's but he's slumming like, it for the. He's just trying to keep the music pure. Until um, he grabs the mic. Talent. Yeah, <laughs> and then he's like, "My love for you is like ticking clock." <laughs> Bell There's a lot of movie references. <laughs> a lot of movie references. We haven't even gotten the second game yet. Mm. We're not even done with the first no, game. No, no, this uh, band... We're pretty, yeah, we are. This band no. is pretty tight. <laughs> we have to argue about Io's goal. Oh, mm. yes. Yes, that's right, we do. Mm. Yes. Nice goal. Beauty. Shouldn't yeah. have stood. Yeah. Old foul. Also true. Also some good old-fashioned center-forward play. It kind of Just... reminded me of the scene in Adventures in Babysitting. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm like, I know that Don't movie backwards and babies. forwards. What are you referring to here? Nobody uh, gets out of here without singing the blues. Aw, Silver Dollar. Um, that's what that was filmed. I know, it's true. True, but still. But yeah, yes. you know, that's just a good... All right, you know, he kind of went in there, made a physical challenge, like, you know, bullied the guy off the ball and then managed to score. Good for him. That's what a centre-forward should be able to do. There, I feel like it's a bit surprising. You, you wouldn't expect uh, Andrew Farrell to be pushed off the ball uh, quite that easily, but, uh, you know, hey, well done for uh, Akinola. Yeah. Well, was, well done for the referee as well, for letting that shit go. For, for letting that shove go. Yeah, it wasn't just a shoulder to shoulder challenge. I'm I'm good with a strong shoulder to shoulder challenge, you know. You no, knock that guy like off it. the ball. But mm. he shoved him. We it like oldie timey football shove. here. Yeah, that's true. Not Lofthouse. Yeah. Oh god. Here we go. Yes. If that had happened against Toronto FC, everyone would be screaming for that goal to be called back. Sure, that that's what that's what fans that's the whole and point. supporters do is but that's <laughs> 
Yeah. Also, rapidly behind their own team. For, uh, and I'm and pretty sure what, that's happened annually for many, many years. And that's why VAR sucks. Yeah, mm. what? Yeah, wait. <laughs> Because right. you can't, because those conversations don't happen. Look at how much fun it is when VAR, VAR is kept out of things. I'd rather not have the conversation, just have the call correctly the first time. That's just me. Well, we're still having I'm, the conversation, and Melissa has VAR. I'm weird, so... I'm weird that way. Mm. Yeah, but we you can talk. It up. We, can, we can talk about the the VAR. We didn't even want to talk about this match. In the <laughs> next match update. Exactly. What what uh, the, the the penalty that New York hilariously missed? Why why did that get given? I forget that. Uh, what was that about? What's one uh, of these dodgy handballs? Or was that a natural proper foul? Uh, how did New England get a penalty? No, I'm pretty sure it was a proper foul. Um, let's What's see. What was it again? Describe it to me. Jog my memory. I'm. Jog, Kristen. Jog. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Um... I'm trying to remember actually. Mm. Scrolling, scrolling. God damn it! What was the what was the penalty? No, it wasn't because it wasn't anything that I remember being pissed off about. So well, that's like, all that matters. Exactly right. Like clearly, that's the if it, that's if the it key. passed your threshold. That's all our listeners need to know. Good night, really everybody. They should trust me. Most people if, tune if you into don't this. Trust me. Yeah, most people tune into this show to to figure out how upset they should be on certain topics. Yes. <laughs> We're, we're here to give you the, the, the level of upsetness. This week's upsetness rating is a six. Ah. Oh, it was Delgado. No, it was... No, yeah, Delgado um, made a stupid challenge in the box on, mm. uh, on, Lee, on Lee Wynn. Yeah, no, yeah, it, was, right, it was... Sure, yeah. yeah it was okay. totally... It was, it was valid. Mm-hmm. It was valid. There was a lot of, Delgado, what the fucks? Um, all over the timeline. So for those of you listening, that's a three. But anyway, we are well done done to Alex Bono for uh, keeping the clean sheet and making that penalty save. What Mm. a goalie. Yeah, I know. Strong. Yep. Bono. Yes. All right. So then Sunday night's match. Yes, Sunday. uh, At legendary Nippert Stadium. The Nip. Um, Nip. We... uh, Feels wrong. (laughs) Feels <laughs> so wrong. Just th- is that can't be what anybody calls it, is it? Please tell me. It, it, I'm sorry. What did if you they just don't say? call it that, then what is wrong with people? I don't. And even I, like I would. Why wouldn't it, you call it that? It's is right that there. Stadium actually called what I think you just said. Well, it's Nippert Stadium. Oh, Nippert. Nip. The P. Mm. Yes. I'm still upset with the P. I don't know what letter you thought it was. Yeah. Neither do I. I'm concerned. <laughs> it's flirting with danger. Mm. Okay. Well, I just, that's why I was calling it. flirting with nipples. It's flirting Apparently, with nipples. Yeah, why wouldn't you flirt with nipples? Anyway, mm. um, so... It's very effective. Last week... <laughs> You've made two we points. Talk, <laughs> we talked about... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Good night, everyone. Uh, last week, we talked about the likelihood of some squad rotation for this match, and, well, we got it. Seven changes in the lineup. Um, some players didn't even travel from, you know, uh, their luxury home in East, East Hartford. And uh, first start outside of the COVID Cup for Jaden Nelson. Congratulations, Jaden Nelson. A rare what? Liam Fraser sighting. What? He exists. That's not allowed. It was so weird. Mm. And uh, the nifty nephew lined up next to birthday boy Omar Gonzalez. Yes, it's true. 
that was cause for some consternation for uh, I think everyone. Even even understanding that they're playing one of the worst teams in the league, um, it's still you know you see you know just like ah uh, and you know with Almar Gonzalez not having been super sharp this season, but. You know, Mavinga didn't even, you know, Mavinga didn't travel. He sat a bunch of players. Again, second match on turf in one week. They're in that middle of that really compressed section. So, game started out okay. You know, it, they, they, it, was, it was a very fast-paced match, um, it, I felt, for large sections. Like, everyone was sort of like, it was one of those almost frantic ones. I don't know if that's because you've got two teams that had kind of cobbled together lineups. Cincinnati's dealing with uh, a lot of injuries. Uh, Kendall Waston wasn't there, thank goodness. <laughs> hope, you, hope you're not seriously injured, Kendall, but that's always a good sign. Uh, Nick Hagland was back in the lineup for Cincinnati. That's good. That, that's nice that he's not seriously... Uh, Diseased? You know, he's, yes. Yeah, he has shaken off the, uh, yeah, the COVID. That's good. He shook the disease. Um, well done. And uh, let us only hope that Cristiano Ronaldo can learn from Nick Haglund's example. Yeah. Is a phrase very rarely spoken in football, but here we are. Their here careers are. have mirrored each other. Yeah, so true. closely they're almost <laughs> indistinguishable. It's 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 it's, it's startling. Mm. How do you say um, salmon in Portuguese? Don't know. Mm. Oh. Got nothing. That's what I come to the show for. <laughs> Culture. Travel log. Culture. Fish. Vocal Minority Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um anyway, the uh the match uh saw Patrick Mullins get the start. Uh Akinola did not. Mm -hmm. And Patrick Mullins with the goal in the 29th minute. Um was actually Quite a nice goal off a off a great little uh, ball from Richie Larea, and uh, I'm still very much enjoying Patrick Mullins' floppy hair. I don't know why it delights me so; it just does. Um, I like that he has not yet given in to just buzzing his hair off. He's just like, yeah, just gonna let it bounce around. It's fun. Um, and you know, the first half again, like. I, I think TFC were better in the second half, even though they couldn't get another goal. Um, but it was, you know, a game where, especially in the first half, where you had a lot of people who are not familiar with playing with one another, and it, and it showed on, on TFC's lineup. They were able to play well enough to withstand the not-greatness that is the WKRPFC. Um you saw a little bit better movement with some second half subs when you got, you know, Piatti coming on, able to, you know, link up with Pozuelo. Um, and then a little bit of weirdness with the with the fullbacks, um, putting Larea on his preferred right side and switching Arrow over to the left. And I don't know, have we ever seen Arrow play on the left? Ah, probably at some point. Probably. I don't remember. But, like yeah. like in a switch or something like that, like he yeah, played but not, on the right. But yeah, on a switch, but not as a. This is where you're playing. Like it was a little bit weird because Larea is often played on the left in you know in place of Justin Morrow, so it just seemed a little odd, and it did it did flip back. I think the one thing for this match, um, before we get to the controversial VAR overturn penalty call on Omar Gonzalez, is. Um, 
the the tendency this this thing that Vanny's been doing late in games uh, where they're ahead by one goal because that seems to be what they do these days um, by putting on a, a third center back and just sort of like killing I guess he's trying to kill the game but it almost always seems to leave add so much more uncertainty to the match they never look comfortable with this change mm. and I it just it's I'm like do they not practice this is this not do they not expect it now okay now is the, okay there's like 10 minutes left all right we're going to three at the back here we go sort of thing but it's it's sort of now becoming his his move and it's a bit it's a bit weird um i don't know what do you guys think he got the job done <laughs> kind of fish in the most ridiculously unconfidence inspiring way um yeah it, it's it's not ideal really it's the new gritty tfc you don't understand mm. these are not the Sorry. entertainers of 2017 this is the but I, but industrial blunt force object and he's just masterfully oh, using the tools at his hand. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I read. So you read. Um, what was I going to say? Um, sorry, my brain slightly froze there. Nipper. So, then, mm. <laughs> um, so well, the, the thing was is that the player that he subbed on, because, again, didn't travel with as many of your usual uh, defenders, was Lawrence Simon, who... Yeah. <laughs> who, who, who mere 15 minutes before, not even 15 minutes, not even 10 minutes before he got subbed on, got a yellow card as a sub. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> okay, then. It was, it was suddenly... I mean, it's not, but okay, then. But, yeah, it's, suddenly it was, it was like, oh, and Lord Simon just got a yellow card. And we're all like, what? Apparently for dissent. I'm not mm. sure what he was dissenting about, but he was unhappy with something. I think it was capital. I think it was capitalism, to be fair. <laughs> Yelling mm, at the yeah. ref. I mean, this, <laughs> is, this right. is this is bullshit, really. I mean, if there was a crowd there, no one would have heard him. No one would have heard him exactly. It'd have been fine. So I mean, this is this. You can't really be blaming Laurent Simon for the fact that there's no crowd to. He's uh, just a he's a notoriously know. loud talker. Just because he can be heard now doesn't mean he should be punished for that. Yeah. Should, should be treated <laughs> differently. It's volumist. Mm. Agreed. Uh, and then in this match, uh, again, which, you know, TFC should have, really should have scored more goals in this one. And so there was definitely some issues with some creativity or whatever. Well, Simon tried. He took a great blast at net. Mm. He did. Um, <laughs> the, the controversy at the very end of the match in, uh, in added time um, with the penalty call against Omar Gonzalez... Uh, mm. going to VAR and whether or not there was significant contact and, you know, con intent it's in totally that. totally a penalty. He shoved him. You can't do that. Mm. Totally a foul. You can't, be shoving, shove him, you, you can't be shoving players like that. It, it's, no. <laughs> You're such a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Talking um, about uh, guys you could hear in an empty stadium. Oh, my goodness. Omar oh, yeah. Gonzalez. No! No! How? No! <laughs> that was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. Um, so that was overturned. So that was a birthday present 
for uh yes, for you get to shove whoever they want. That's the lesson we've learned from yeah. this week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Apparently, yes. Yeah, TFC, they, they can do whatever they want. That's right. Um, so, yeah, so another win, another clean sheet. Um, One and more another, step closer to Seattle. Another, exactly. Well, that's all roads lead to Seattle for, for TFC. Um, it was a game in which you did not see Alex Bono on the bench because... Um, if you were listening to the why? podcast and mm. you heard Luke Wildman mm. talk about an injury to Alex Bono. So Alex Bono, I guess, dislocated his finger in practice the day before on the Saturday, perhaps. Fine, that happens. And, you know, that's never a good thing. It's, it's an injury. It's, um, usually a mild, it's usually a mild injury. It's usually a mild injury. It's usually nothing. It's usually no big mm. deal. Uh, anyway. So... It was a compound dislocation. They needed to have surgery because the bone went through the skin. Gross. Blah. Gross. Like a pirate skeleton. Blah. Yar. <laughs> anyway, so, and, like and, and Wildman is like skeleton. describing this during the broadcast and just, blah. just don't, don't. Tell us that he's, tell us that he's injured. He's dislocated his finger. He had surgery. Good, done. And Alex Bono out with an ouchie. <laughs> <laughs> there, there you go. Is that, is that, that's a, that feels like it might be a bit much, Mark. I don't. I don't know I'm if that's. A, I don't know if that's a Luke Wildman impression, but I tried. A contusion, <laughs> an abrasion. There you go. A contusion. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Some sort of abrasion. Yeah. Bone finger. Bono with a boo boo. <laughs> so is, that, is this an upper body injury or a lower body injury? I mean, obviously, you know. His hands up or they down? Depends yeah. where his hands were. It depends, depends how he dislocated the finger. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Where, where he was trying to put his finger when he dislocated yeah, it. I, yeah. Um, yeah I, there's, there's no more detail, detail needed than that. I think there is, actually. I think, and then we just discovered no, it. No, yes. We got to hit the detail threshold. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Not to the injury, but just how, yes. you know, what I, one must do to get their bone to pop out of their finger. Oh, stop it. Finger bone. Jesus Christ. Anyway, so um, he's out for two to three weeks. He's had successful surgery. Uh, what is the, what's the backup? Kevin Silva? Kevin Silva is, uh, is going to be the backup for now. Um so he'll be the starting goalie next year, then. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So Goalkeeper controversy. <laughs> Sorted right As there. Kevin Hi-Ho Silva yes. joins the club. It's, 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 um, it's, it's the silver lining to this whole thing. Oh, <laughs> baby. Oh, opportunity oh. on a silver platter. Um, yes. Yeah, we've, never, we've never had trouble with guys named Silva. No. Never. No. <laughs> never. Always goes swimmingly. We've had, so with that match, so again, and, and Cincinnati had, you know, they had their moments. They were, they were desperately trying to, you know, stay in the game. And they did, like, they, they, they came up with some, some moments. They fought to the end. Um, I will Nick, say. Nick Hadlin very nearly scored. Nick Hadlin very nearly scored. And we, we were expecting it, right? It was like, you know, and he, you know, and he's, and speaking of floppy hair, you know, Hadlin's got, you know, mm. a bit of hockey flow happening there. If his um, lungs were 100%, we'd be doomed. Yes. True. Ouch. That was yeah. That was um, cold. I mean, it's, not, it's not a cold. 
It's not <laughs> a cold. Trust the science. <laughs> oh, oh, um, Eric Zavaleta. I'm staying away from that joke, but had feet. a very good game. And it feels very strange to say that. It feels so weird to say that, but I mean, 2017 me would be like, yes, he did have a very good game. Not so much. This was? Are you kidding? He he had a good game. Oh no! Okay, for Eric Zavaleta levels of Eric Zavaleta ing, yes, he was peak, full on all star Eric Zavaleta. So yes, compared to what we've seen, he deserves to be on that on that team. Team of the week for sure. Why not? And against the unstoppable object that is FC Cincinnati's attack. I <laughs> wow. <laughs> This is true. You Resist- know? A lot of resistance. It's an unstoppable force, isn't it? It's an immovable object. Unstoppable force. God damn. Maybe an improbable object. <sighs> yeah. Does that mean you should only likely. make team of the week if you play really, really good teams? Is that the I feel like that sort of thing should, should be taken into account. Should, I think should, it should be weighted. So if we, let, if we let TFC play a bunch of 10-year-olds and everyone scores... Ridiculous amount of goals, and you know we win hundreds to nil. You oh well, that's clearly the team of the week. No, you take into account that we just beat up a team of ten-year-olds. Same difference. Cincinnati, oh, exactly the same. Like completely <laughs> the same. That's, that's what I'm that, they're, they're like for like. Yeah, that's a total mm. apples to apples comparison right there. Well, sometimes you know, exaggerations have to be made to make a point. Point is, Cincinnati is shit. You shouldn't get credit for doing well against them, unless you do something particularly amazing. He had a decent game. What do you got against kids' programs, Kristen? Are you the CPL or something? Hey, oh. uh, uh, uh. Podcast daddy. Uh, oh, dear lords. All right, let's, let's, let's move away from this now. Anyway, well done, Eric Zavaleta. Bless Come you. Come on, when was the last time we said something nice about him? Mm. Like three and, he years get, ago? and he gets a free Audi, I assume. <laughs> Probably, I, I I think that's how that works. Right? Key fob, yes, he gets a free Audi. <laughs> you get a free Audi T-shirt. <laughs> and you know, Thanksgiving dinner with his uncle was probably a lot uh, more, you know, congenial. Yeah, a lot, a lot less uh, staring down at him. <laughs> yes, he didn't have to sit at the kids' table. Uh-huh. Shut up! You're not my real uncle. <laughs> He's uh, being benched from sitting with the adults. Yes. in this part of the show we would talk about Campiel. However, after our in-depth talk with Jeff Paulus last week, which was fantastic, thank you again, Jeff, for coming on thank you, the Jeff. show and being so awesome. We will definitely have him back. <laughs> um, there's doesn't there's not a lot Yeah, I did that re- talk. I did really that. in the land yes. of Campiel to talk about right now. It's you know, it, you know, there's a lot of chatter about oh, you know, big name players jumping clubs because most of the players are all on one-year contracts right there's not there's very little in the nature of multi-year contracts it's not like mls or other leagues 
They're just sort of like, hey, you want to come play with us for a year? All right, cool. Um, there's anything still going on? Anything going on in Halifax? Nothing going on in Halifax right now. No. Mm, uh, I, I believe it's HFX guys. Uh, no, it's Halifax. No, no. Okay, just I just believed it. I don't know. Mm. It might not be true. Mm-hmm. Go mm-hmm. on. Um, you know, but we. Uh, are waiting for you know the big news to, to have something to talk about so when it happens don't you worry we'll be here um we i hope will... it happens in halifax exactly because where mm-hmm. else do you want news to happen mm-hmm. but in halifax um however next week we will talk about hamilton uh heading down to el salvador for their match against limeno the lemon pigs next thursday evening so um, citrusy so mm. tangy and porky. Um, and porky. <laughs> and porky. Was Totes going to say porky? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Tony. Porkies. So this is Porky's 4. That's another, another movie. Ugh. CanCon. It's, 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 it's is it still one of the best-selling Canadian movies? It probably it is. probably is. I mm-hmm. love that movie. Mm-hmm. You really love Porky's? Yep. Terrible, okay. terrible movie. I love it. Okay. I've watched it many times. How can you not love it? Mm. I, I, there's reasons, but uh, yeah, it's bad. quality. <laughs> quality. Yeah. That's a run. You can't Writing. love a bad movie. I didn't say it was a yeah. good movie. Yeah, you can. You can yeah, like I it, love but... a lot of bad movies, but yeah. that one's just like, I don't. I, it's not for me. It's never been a. I like something that's something that's so bad that oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. Like to me, it's the difference between uh, uh, like Army of Darkness, which is a bad movie that's brilliant. Oh, and and Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two, which are just bad, and I'm in the minority, and I've had these discussions before, and I know that. But like, that's just like, like Army Darkness knows it's bad. It's making fun of itself it, completely. It, it's like it figured it out. Whereas the first two, I think the first one, they were legit trying to make a horror. It was just so camp and shit. It's like, oh my god, we love it. And then they tried to straddle them both. It was still camp and shit. And this one is like. No apologies. Porky's was, they were trying to go legit, and it's just, oh, God. But hey, hey, toplessness, right? Nippert. <laughs> hey. Bringing it back. Hey, I wasn't talking about the, the terrible sequels. I'm talking about the classic first movie. No, it's a terrible movie, but, and I haven't seen it probably in at least, I don't know, 25 years, but it was fun. Um,. And Canadian, come on. No. Uh, so, we will talk about Hamilton, uh, Lemon Pigs, and, you know, hopefully some other Campiel news next week. I hope there's a player named Corky who plays for them. <laughs> <laughs> Is he juicy? They all are. are going to talk about MLS. We haven't talked about MLS much of late, but as the quote-unquote regular season has only a few weeks left in it, um, there are some things that 
I feel we should at least make mention of. One, Vancouver actually won a game. Which shocked what? me to no end. I know. I didn't think that was allowed. That's just a uh, reason not to talk about this league. That they let that happen. <laughs> yeah, where's your standards, It league? was very that's, weird. That's some Mickey Mouse shit right there. It was very, very weird. Uh, Who did they beat? They beat RSL. Ah. SL. <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Who we'll talk about in a few minutes, uh, but for different reasons. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the 2020 season is just insane and, and should be covered in asterisks. But um, there's a few things going on. First of all, DC United. Um, feel bad for our friends at Black and Red United at the Filibuster podcast um, because Ben Olsen has been let go as coach. Thinking of you guys in these troubled times. And it's so weird. Like, I, I get it. It's, it's, it's probably been a long time coming. Obviously, DCU has struggled a lot, um, especially in the last few years. But obviously, this year has been going very badly. But like, I mean, they're, they're very up and down and up and down. So yeah. it's just because they're down. I mean, that that's a dumb time to fire him because they're going to go up again soon. Yeah. You know, wait until he's had a good season. Fire him then because, you know, shit's about to come. Then, you know, yeah, you know things are going to be mm. bad. Um, so it's like, only going to get better next year. I mean, you're not great by any means. You know, it's been awesome, but it'll be better. But, uh, you know, fire him then. You know, he's been with the club for 22 years. Which is wild. Holy crap. That is a he, lot of DC United. He he's he's he is you know, like he's the you, you say DC United, he's the he's like one of the first names you think of. You know, he played there for whatever for twelve years, eleven, twelve years, and then caretaker coach for a few months and then they just gave him the job. And you know, he was the longest tenured MLS coach. Um which is now, uh, now the order is uh, Peter Vermees, uh, Jim Curtin, and Greg Vanny. Duncan. Yes. Quick word association game. Ready? Go on. DC United. Kevin Payne. Yeah, see, there it is. He's right. Absolutely correct. Okay. Hmm. Go on, Kristen. I didn't I just, say the that, only that's fun. name I like that think game. Of. I, wanted, I all right. said Tony, the names. Tony, do you want to swing at this? Yeah. Okay, ready? Yeah. DC United. Marco Echeverry. There we go. Yes. Awesome. Again, I didn't say the only name. Um, The Creaming Eagles. Yes. My favorite Ultras group. Wayne Rooney. Legend. Club legend. Anyway, yes, congratulations to Ben Olsen for being uh, good enough to get to this level as a player uh, and as a coach, but not good enough to get to a better level. You know, Mm. it's, it's something... It's something. So, well done, Ben. He got them a new stadium. Yes. True. He did. Um, and then... Uh, and logo. Mm-hmm. True. Mm-hmm. Federico Higuain mm-hmm. has fled to Miami to play with his brother. Fun. Uh, and it was... It, I, again, it's, it's all the weird contract machinations of, of MLS. But DCU only got $50,000 in TAM for him. Ouch. Which seemed low, considering he still has, you know, he's still a fairly talented fellow. He still scores goals and mm-hmm. plays well and all those things. Mm. So anyway, so he's off to Miami. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's a random time, and I, I hope that 
you know, I've seen some thoughtful pieces from, you know, people who write about DCU, not just from the Black and Red United guys, but talking about, yes, you know, getting rid of Ben Olsen was probably the right way to go, but that the problems don't lead to him. Like, it leads to the, you know, the GM, the club president, and, and how they, you know, money that they, they give the the team to buy players and that sort of thing. Like, so it's, 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 we'll see what happens with them, but farewell, Ben Olsen. Um, Somehow it's still Kevin Payne's fault. It's always Kevin Payne's fault. He's, mm-hmm. well, he's, he is the one who, who put him in that position. So I got used to it. I'm just telling you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you, well, uh, you are the, part what, of the vocal minority. So, so what do you uh, make of the, uh, the news today? The uh, Jill Ellis uh, rumor. I thought that was interesting. It was. I was not. Yeah. I don't know if it's. I don't, I don't know if it's real. Is it like strange PR? I don't know. I don't know. And, I... and and is it, it's it's an interesting question to maybe we look at in a little more in the future if it were to come close or happen. But if if the league's ready for it, you know, if you know, mm. yeah, it's 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 interesting. It would be it would be a big story. I would yeah. love for it to happen. Um, no other reason than I would love for it to happen. Like I'm not sure I'd love it to happen for her as a human being. Oh, absolutely. Like p- people are trash. <laughs> mm. uh, she's a talented so, coach. Yeah, yeah. She's ta- without question. I, I, as I don't know. It's funny. I don't. I couldn't name many women's coaches that weren't say managers of the Canadian women's team. Uh, but as soon as I saw her name, like oh, oh, okay, sure, yes, let's try this. Um, but yeah. Um, Sports fans, in general, trash human beings. Uh, soccer fans, not so much. Soccer fans tend to be, you know, I would say a little more better-ish. Uh, ultras uh, are typically very good. We're better than everyone else, is what you're saying, Mark? What's that? We're better than everybody else, right? Okay, good. Have, we have a podcast. Of course we are. Okay? I don't know. Equestrian yeah, fans are pretty classy. Yeah, they're... Okay, fine. The, hor- the horsey set. The horsey oh, yeah. set, yes. Without question... <laughs> them but i mean in general so yeah i i i agree with i'm completely with uh with tony's concern so i i I don't know if anybody is ready to i'm not even never mind never mind just her but just knowing that that barrage is coming and Mm -hmm. and will come and it's like we can't get a better group of crop of human beings to to make comments so Unfortunately, we're stuck with this potential shit show. I, 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 I don't. I would never, though, want that to be the reason why she would not want the job. Mm-hmm. I think. I think it could work. I mean, you know, you kind of like look at it. it was the when Stephanie Labbe was trying to do her thing. Oh, I'm going to go and play with the men's team and everything. It's like, oh, this this wasn't really all going to work, isn't it? But there's absolutely no reason why a woman can't be coaching a men's team it's there's no sort of just physical attribute kind of thing around this just mm, you know, that just doesn't exist at all so why the fuck not yeah but go she's done she's, yeah. you know clearly got to a, uh, a certain level in the women's game there you know, if john herdman can go from the women's game to the men's game why the fuck can't jill ellis she did yeah. better than john herdman ever did it seems inevitable it seems inevitable winner yeah, mm. like it seems inevitable that it's going to happen at some point with a club of, you know, you've heard the rumor, you know, sometimes there's stories that come out from like the fifth or sixth tier in Europe. Sometimes, that you know, a woman has taken over as manager, whether it be caretaker or, you know, there are semi-pro clubs, but 
you have to imagine it's going to happen at a, a fair size club, and I'll throw in MLS clubs as that. Um, but yeah, it's it's going to take a, a strong human being to do that because it's not it's not just the fans. It's there's locker room dynamics too that you know, mm-hmm. play, these players have been used to a certain thing for you know their whole career since they were boys, right? So it's uh, there'll be a lot to overcome for that person. The person's got to be very strong. Yeah, Whoever, no, maybe. I wonder how many World Cup winners there would be in the uh, in the DC United squad. Mm. Exactly. But yes, that is definitely something that would be uh, an issue having to deal with. Uh, you know, I feel like sports generally, you go, you go, you sort of, sort of alpha male toxic masculinity kind of culture is there. Um, you know, maybe not so much at the MLS level because what have you. But yeah, that's definitely going to be one of the things to overcome for sure. Well, I think what I, and I think you know, like one of the other names being batted around, like that's familiar to MLS fans anyway, is is Jason Kreis. Um, I, <laughs> uh, I honestly, in I, I would, I think I would rather see Jill Ellis as coach. I think Jason Kreis, you know, he's when was the last time he coached? Was it in Orlando? Yeah, like he's. And he didn't do anything in New York, really. Didn't do anything. Yeah, in like Orlando. he's not. I don't. I he's. I think he's sort of. He's struggled, um, in coaching his last couple. You know, high level gigs, right? And. It's been a while for him. It's been a while, right? So, I don't think I. I don't think he's shown much, since he left RSL, and that's you know that's 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 going on some time now, whereas you know Jill Ellis left the women's team at the top of her game um and still it's also, it's also going to take a management and ownership you know with some uh balls really to excuse the pun or we're talking about gender but um you know especially a club with high expectations to be successful like dc united and the state they're in you know it's it's a because if they did the move and it fell flat not because of gender or anything, just because of, you know, coaching style, whatever. It just didn't work or the personnel involved, you know, on the field. The backlash against the first, I guess, club or ownership group to give it a try if it didn't work would be would be uh, a lot harder on them PR-wise than it would be if they happened to choose Jason Kreis and it didn't work out. Well, I think the expectation should be that you recognize talent and you go and you go with that, you know, like players yeah, have to I mean, respect that, that you have a talented coach in charge of the squad. I'm not saying it goes seamlessly, but no, this, but is, I mean, a, this is, this is the place that we're trying to move forward to as people, right? It's not um, fair. It's not fair that it would be judged differently, but it, but we have to be honest, it would be judged differently. Oh, I, I, I'm expecting that it would, but I'm saying yeah. that you would hope at least from, if not a an insane fan base level, because I can already Mike can already feel the insane comments and responses and things in my brain, um, that you know you expect players to recognize the talent and to go from there, and that's where it starts. If the coach and the players respect one another, everyone else can go fuck themselves, basically, um, and whether how well it goes or not. But I think it's I think it's, I'm happy to hear that it's something that they're seriously considering. Um, you know, we finally started to see um, female refs um, being, you know, filtering in and, and playing and, and, 
you know, taking charge of, of MLS matches. Um, it's not happening all the time, but uh, it's happening in Cantiel, happening in MLS. Uh, it's happening in other leagues. You're, you're slowly seeing that sort of thing going on and with no detriment to the game itself. Um, again, it's a completely different aspect of the game, but it shows the understanding and the ability is there to to just seamlessly mesh in with you know your male counterparts so in hopes that this is something that works as a transition so uh, even even just to have it if, it if she's seriously being considered then kudos to dcu um and i would be i would be very interested to see what happens and, and also you know like she coached several very good u.s women's national teams like yes they they have the talent but you know you have to have you have to be able to coach that talent and she did very well with them so um as much as we dislike them and we do it would be it would be an interesting thing to see and uh you know go for it basically we'll find out we'll find out more hopefully sooner rather than later um sure. all right in other happenings in mls oh the colorado rapids so the colorado um. rapids I, I, I'm waiting for the announcement that their season is just over because they now have six matches, I think, or seven matches, at least six matches that are either rescheduled or postponed um, because of COVID, uh, COVID po positive COVID tests uh, amongst the team. And it's, it's, it's like, it's a lot. So it, like the, the, the season is done in less than a month before playoffs start. And they now have to somehow, if it's even possible, wedge in all these matches. So not only did they have to find players and time and space to play, but they have now, now they expect other teams to work them into their schedule. So it's, it's a crazy, it's a crazy <laughs> amount. Um, so there was, uh, like, there's been, like, club, like, staff members as opposed to team, as opposed to players, although there's been a couple players, um, like, three players, I think, maybe four players, like, ten staff members uh, with confirmed positive tests in the last, in the last week. So, like, mm -hmm. when, when do they stop? rescheduling their games and just say guys just go home <laughs> we'll, we'll see you next year hopefully you know it's it's a good question it doesn't particularly surprise me really just because you know if, if you're gonna position yourself at the uh, at the back of the mls human centipede mm -hmm. I'm thinking that's, that's not a particularly hygienic place to be that's true so you know what what could you you, you can't wear a mask no, no, no. Oh, God, no. Oh, my God, that would just run everywhere. And you're definitely not six meters apart. No. Yeah. They they, they, they never stood a chance. They never you're maybe, stood you're a maybe chance. two meters from the original poop. Mm. <laughs> mm. Which definitely has the COVIDs. Um, but seriously, like, when, 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 do, when do they just say, you know what? This is done. Just. But I mean, the, I guess the tricky thing is, then what do you do with all the games that they've already played? 
Do you just like just completely expunge Colorado from the Rapids for the uh, from the Colorado Rapids from the season as a whole? All the games that have already happened, those stats and points and goals and assists and what have you just don't happen, or or not? That's an interesting problem to have. Yeah. Well. You gotta think of the people, though. Someone's mm. got to put the human back in human centipede. True. Yeah. Well, we will we will watch for an update on on that. Um, and then, in the land of RSL, so RSL's had kind of a a shit year off the off the pitch. They they've had an okay year on the pitch, I guess. It's they're not they're not doing wonderful wonderful things, but they're not. Is it me, or have they turned into a bit of a gray mouse in this league? Oh, no, actually, they are completely sucking right now. Yeah, they... Oh, absolutely. They, but they, they weren't were, for a while, right? No, like, they were yeah, They yeah. were. They were one of the teams you always were on the lookout for. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, um, off, off the pitch, they're definitely newsworthy, but on it? Eh. Mm. Yeah. No, I didn't realize actually how poorly they've been playing. Um, they're they're almost dead last in uh, in the Western Conference right they now. They lost to Vancouver. I know exactly. That should be the sign right there. Um, so yeah, they've gone through all the 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 Deloy Hansen stuff. Uh, they've they've gone through um, you know controversy uh, because of Deloy Hansen's comments. Players wanting to to leave. Um, players for other teams in the RSL organization or, um, you know, the umbrella, you know, speaking out and that sort of thing. And they've had some, you know, obviously player transitions and ownership and there's been a lot of stuff going on from the last few years and it hasn't been good. Kyle Beckerman cut his hair. That's really where it all started. Mm. He, he Samsoned this whole thing. Oh, absolutely. Um, so over the, <laughs> for the weekend, uh, news came out that uh, Sam Johnson, who is uh, one of their designated players, uh, has been in defiance of any COVID restrictions and throwing parties, big parties, As lots of people. Um, and yes. at one of his parties last week, uh, where there was apparently about 100 people there, um, mm. shots were fired. Police were called, um, and I, be- I believe it's shots fired. Is is is, which, is, is, is the better way to put it? Um, it's accurate. But. Yeah. Anyway, so um, so he's been suspended by the team, barred from any official RSL activities. Because um, oh. it, yeah, it's, it's after reportedly what about, holding. What about the Halloween ball? No, <laughs> no, no. So yeah, I guess he's been. Uh, He's had he's had several parties. Like this is the uh-huh. thing. He's it's it's it's. Uh... Where's Sam Johnson from? Oh God, I have no idea. Like he's uh... a DP. He's one of those DPs that are like, huh? <laughs> Good uh, question. American. I <laughs> doubt it. Um, we would have heard about him for the last thirty years. Uh, mm-hmm. he's Liberian. Ah, uh, oh. there it is. Okay. But uh, how long is he? Oh yeah, he's only been here since since last year. Mm. Where did he come from? Club wise? Valringa. Okay. Oh, Norway. Alright. The Chad yeah, Barrett Valaranga? Yes. 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 yes, yes, Chad Barrett's Valaranga, as they are widely known around <laughs> That's the world. How I know them. <laughs> yes. How else would you know them, like honestly? Oh. I wanna know I wanna know how you constantly find a hundred interesting people to invite to a house party in Utah. 
That is no. a, you that only is need a, to invite like twelve people, and then they bring their and then wives. they tell they tell two people. <laughs> they, bring their, so they bring their family. So yeah, yeah. They, they bring their wives. So it's like Mark Eaton's there. Yeah. Mm. So, um, so yeah, so, so it, this is it's some of the Mormon the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. <coughs> this is just like another. This is just. I just again. I feel bad for the RSL fan base, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, Whatever. But. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, standings. Um, yeah. Not he, much. he he played for Wuhan back in Wuhan. Got you all. Twenty seventeen. And uh, yeah, seems yeah he's had a, an uninspiring career really. I'm not quite sure how this guy gets to be a DP. Obviously for his parties. Exactly, <laughs> legend. Designated partier. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. Um. So there's he's not much of the season left. Uh, most teams have six or seven matches left to play, so a lot of movement still available. However, uh, Toronto FC. Atop the East and the first confirmed team in the playoffs. <clears throat> How excited are we? Yeah. Not as excited as Seattle to face us. Yeah. <laughs> well, Seattle, I believe, currently atop the Western Conference. So, um, yeah. Who's, who's, li who's leading the, uh, that, that their supporter shield? Uh, that would be Toronto. Oh. So, uh, looking ahead, uh, Possibility that the MLS final could be in Hartford? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> that went dark. Uh, oh my god, that's oh so dark. Oh my god. Okay, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll basically, <laughs> it'll, it'll, be Murphy, it'll be Murphy Malone <laughs> with a stand to himself. Well, but um, you, mean in the, you mean in the Murphy Malone stand? Yes, I do. Yes, Legend. exactly. At Pratt and Whitney Field on Wrenchler, whatever. Yes. Because this brings up a question, though, and I don't know exactly you know, what kind of travel is actually allowed and that sort of thing. Maybe she's got a quarantine, but you know, if you're a, you know, a proper ultra, do you just go off to Hartford, quarantine for 14 days, and then you can go to the game? I, you know, do you, do you, I, well, I think going into the States, the quarantine rules are different. I, if I don't you're a know. real fan, you do, Dunk. Real yeah. fan. I don't know what the yes. I don't know what the quarantine yes. rules going from Canada to the U.S. are. I just know coming back. So I feel like it's less stringent. Twenty nine days not good enough for you for your club south. to love your club. What <laughs> yeah. are you? Are you? I mean, are you not a supporter? Yeah. Come on. I mean, you have to. Of course, you do have to take the chance fourteen days before the final that your club is going to make it to the yeah, final. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, you don't have faith in your team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for being a real fan. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so but right now, of course, all 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 signs are pointing to yet another Toronto Seattle final, um, as it is as it is written, but, as it's tradition. But in Hartford, <laughs> but in just Hartford. just for a lime twist, it's like all the other ones, but this time in Hartford. Best all right, um, that would be pretty. That would be pretty awesome, though. That you know. In, in the history Best of MLS, of in the history of MLS, Hartford would have hosted an MLS Cup final, but Montreal hasn't. 
in East Hartford. At oh my the God! House. Please now, <laughs> please now, please now, please now, please now, now please. Oh fuck. So yeah, I guess I guess right now Toronto are still on pace for uh, a, a a treble repeat. Mm. It's our turn too, right? Seems to be. I think Seattle, so. Toronto, Seattle, Toronto. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah that's the alternating. So yeah, that seems fair. I, I I'm uh, uh, I'd like to pre-order, uh, dear dearest U sector scarf uh, uh, geniuses. Uh, when you make the uh, we fucking want everything again scarf, uh, I would like I would like to reserve one. Thank you. No oh jinxes. yeah, me too. No jinxes. That is that is legit top three. One of the greatest scarves I own. It might it's, be number exactly. one. It's, I'm just it's one forgetting of my very what they all look scarves. like. It's side by side with the uh, Celtic South Park one. That makes no sense, but I love it. <laughs> Such a good scarf. Tony, with scarves and everything, I, I saw it on Twitter today. I feel mm-hmm. like this was your design, Mac. Yes, but, it uh, was. I feel like it was Martin Bailey was uh, promoting it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Martin, what, please what, what? sit down. You have, to, you have to say his name first. Please sit, just hang on. Martin, yeah. safety. Okay, go it's ahead. too late. He just fell off a bridge. I know, but that's, he's such well, a good dude. He doesn't deserve this. I know, the uh, know the excitement of hearing us talk about him. Uh, yeah, sorry, Duncan, go ahead. Um, but yeah, there, there's some kind of, uh, sort of half and half uh, scarf for celebrating this year's Voyager's Cup. Uh, yeah, yeah. Half, uh, half Hamilton, half Toronto. Yeah, uh, that is correct. Um, we're kind of floating the idea as far as gauging interest because, um, like something like this, it could go one of two ways. One is like the orders for three scars, and the other way is we put an order for like seventy because everybody wants one. Um, the idea was was mostly uh, 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 Martin's. He kind of doodled one out, and I just kind of. Gave it the gave it the old touching of graphic designish, you know, and of mm-hmm. course there, I'm sure there are ones people who are listening to it. Yeah, I know you probably could do better. That's fine, but um, yeah, and I, I I was quite proud of the right. adding you, of the. You, you can just do better by taking the word forge off it oh, and replacing Hamilton. Hamilton. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Absolutely, I would love fucking that so hard, <laughs> so much. I I. I I've said uh, like I've said to I've said to um, the Barton Street Battalion people, and I've mentioned it to uh, um, Forge uh, employees just in passing. I would love to have a scarf that says Hamilton on it, because right now I only have one, and it's Hamilton Academical. <laughs> so that's not the same thing, but I love that scarf. So yeah, I yeah. So anyway, half and half scarf. We're just kind of gauging uh, if there's any interest in it so far. After a couple hours, there's um, we're getting to that point where we think we're going to place the order. We kind of just want to know what we're doing. We're not looking to, you know, keep a lot of stock and whatnot. We're just trying to make a half and half commemorative because, let's be honest, the absurdity of this entire fucking year uh, in one scarf is pretty much in the small print, which says, uh, 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 "Hopefully this year, maybe we'll get to go." That's what it says under each of the... Uh, I know, I laughed. People. Thank you. I wasn't you... sure how, if that joke really got over or not. I was quite proud of it. Just order you know, a couple of hundred of them and then you know, just stand outside the stadium on game day selling them to the people as they arrive and <laughs> sold. You'll, you'll Ex- get through no problem. Exactly. 
Ex yeah. That's a great idea. What could go <laughs> What could wrong? possibly What could possibly what go wrong? Logistic health issue could possibly usurp such a brilliant idea, Duncan. I don't know. And you know, I think we're just gonna. Everything order, will be fine. We're gonna order a van so we can sell it out the back of it, mm, and yeah. and yeah. Yeah, we'll probably get some pylons so we can have the line, you know, properly yes. queued. We don't yeah. want, we don't want to cause a riot. Every there's plenty for everyone. Well, I think you know you need at least three or four vans. So you know, whichever vans, <laughs> yes, mm. whichever street <laughs> people are walking down to get to the stadium. Make sure, make sure it's an unmarked white van. Mm. Hey kid, want to buy a scarf? You know, let's 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 be you know completely creepy about it now. So I'll post that in the uh, I'll post that in the uh, show rundown on our on uh, on the website uh, for anybody who wants to uh, voice their uh, interest in such a voice. silly product. Uh, yes, thank you. Um, throw in a comment just saying yeah, I'd like one. Like we just we just want to know. Who would legit want these stupid things? And I know I would like at least one of them. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's 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 where that is. Thanks for bringing that up, Duncan. I was never going to, not because I don't like it. <laughs> it's because I've completely forgotten about it. Stop hiding your light under a bushel. Yeah, Mark. Yeah. Let it shine. That little light of yours. Ah, yes. I won't let the devil poof it up. Bags and leave if you don't wanna live in a culture of cruelty. Forget your dreams, your identity. They don't mean a thing. Pre pre expatriate. Okay, well, let's finish off the show with some TFC talk. All right, bye. Um, speaking of, hey, Martin, sit down again. Sorry. Uh, Thank you. He's Martin getting Bailey, out of the river. Purveyor. He just fell of, back in. Uh, you know, keeper of the, the TFC uh, Excel sheets and uh, um, purveyor of fine TFC facts. Uh, when Io Akinola scored that goal in the T-Terrorist match last Wednesday, that was Toronto FC's 750th goal all time. Mm. Um, so Martin, of course, posted a list of all of the TFC goal scorers. Uh, not each goal, because, you know, Twitter. Um, but all of the people who have scored goals for this club to add up to 750. And including own goal, who came in with a strong 14 goals. Oh, um, nice year. I know, right? Right up there with like the, the greats, like Mike on Santos and uh, Marky Delgado. Um, so the list is, is, as anything TFC related, or I guess with any club, but for us in particular, has some true randomness on it in terms of like, oh wow, like look at look at what this player did, and then also like, I'm sorry, what they a they scored a goal or b that was it? That's all they scored? You Come know, on. like some players, what? I looked at the list and went, that was it? Who was not giggling at the three goals that Perry Marasovic scored? Seriously? He scored three goals? That's like, four goals more than I thought he scored. And that's exactly. how much I think of him. Oh, my God. Yeah, this list is Why spectacular. Why scored three goals? Goberto got four. They got seven. I, I, thought it, I thought it was a little higher than that, honestly. 
but that's still a good. Well, you're probably thinking of the two he scored against Toronto at that time. Yeah, that, that's, that's, which should be on the list. Gets but they don't count. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm just, I think the thing that I'm most thrilled with, but also most disappointed, is that uh, Barrett is going to be out of the top five in a matter of weeks. And Ooh. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, uh, I mean, Cooverman's 19. I mean, god damn, that's, <laughs> that's, that's amazing considering how Fuck you, weird fucking trajectory he kind of had. I, st- I, I st- still have tons of love for Danny Kuvermans. Um But yeah, this this list is fantastic. But look at Jordan Hamilton, 15 goals. Jordan Hamilton, 15 goals. 15 goals. Yeah, Somehow, Jordan Hamilton. 15 God, goals. Yeah. That yeah. is more than I would have expected, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah no, this, this, list is, this list is a delightful it really walk is. down memory lane. Mm-hmm. Like the thousand goal list is going to be even more spectacular. Because we're going to go, Omar Gonzalez has got one? (laughs) (laughs) Eric Zavaleta had two? Eric Zavaleta had two, I know. (laughs) Chris Mavinga's still not there. (laughs) Oh, that feels feels extra mean. And then there's like like the sad, you know. Yeah, exactly. Andy Welsh with only one goal. But what a goal. Ali Ali Gerber. Ugh. I had such high hopes for Ali Gerber when they signed him in 2009. That was really great. Uh, and then just didn't happen. I, I, I mean, I still kind of feel like he was completely dicked around. They left him out to dry so often. Yes. But, uh, yeah, he. I thought he was a brilliant signing. And they just, like, they took everything that he can do on a pitch and made sure there was all the strategy that would never work with it. It's like, you're going to be the lone striker. With no midfielders. Good luck. I'm like, what? <laughs> Fucking what? Motherfucker needs a winger. Help him. Um, he, he would have had Dero. I mean, he was since like 2009. I mean, the, the amazing world beating Dero was there to help him out, surely? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but he had 33 goals, so, like, that's fine. Mm. He, can, we, can we recognize that boys to men loving Daryl Russell had three goals? Nice. <laughs> Norwich legend. Uh, Did Elba K. Bushiba make the list? <laughs> Um, what else is here that was, uh, Benny Adrian Siriu had two goals. Yeah. Who? Siriu. Adrian Siriu. Oh. Just say the word. Mm. Be like DK, I only got one. Like, hmm. Did Decoy Williams ever get a goal? Strong question. Apparently not. I'm guessing I don't, no. I don't see, I don't see him anywhere. Nice, here. I'm two for two with goalless wonders. <laughs> Welcome to TFC Pointless. Anyway, like the the list is like yeah that Perry Marasovic one. It's just when how I don't even yeah anyway. Did Ruiz ever score a goal? The uh, no. the, the the fish guy. Yeah, uh, mm. the fish guy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm guessing no. Awesome. Well, yes. Sure. I see. I see. Uh, sort of Daniel Henry's name on here. It's just reminds me. So I was just like flipping through uh, Twitter earlier today, and apparently Cyprus is completely changing its rules now about that. Yeah, kind of on the golden, golden passport. passport yeah. yeah. So. Oh uh, really? Daniel got in there just in time. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> hey, his restaurant is thriving. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Uh, Jay Chapman's got six goals. Right? Ah. I know. It was like what? 
So did Reginald Thompson Lamb the third. Ooh, yeah. of the Bermudan Lambs. No surprise. No, it's a it's a it's it's a hell of a list. It really it's is. It's a hell of a list. It's a great list. And and honestly, Martin, you're a fucking treasure. And and we don't deserve you, but we're so happy you're you're here with us. Like honestly, this is fantastic stuff. Never never ceases to surprise me, the stuff you've got. Even when I jokingly challenge you to have I bet you don't have a spreadsheet for that and you pull it up and it's like Yeah, it's like that only took me a minute and I was waiting in line for groceries. I'm like, Oh my god, <laughs> Oh my god, I can't, I can't even imagine how much, Google must, he must have his Google account, his Google Drive is just filled with just spreadsheet data. Like, yep. he's maxed it out, I have to imagine that. It's, it's spectacular, it truly is spectacular. So yeah, no, Martin, thank you so very much, sir. We appreciate all you do. We are thankful for Martin Bailey, there we go. Yes. Um, ne- next, uh, next player to overtake Chad Barrett. I mean, Pasvelo's obviously going to do it. I, I don't see Morrow getting there. He's at 17 currently. I, I, mm, it's, I'm convinced Morrow's going to do it. It's, no, it's I don't tapering think off. Yeah. Uh, I Delgado. mean, Akinola should have it by, what, yeah, June Akinola next year? Probably, yeah, Akinola probably, yeah. Yeah, I think it's trying. probably Akinola, yeah. 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 Subusa, if Subasa Endo can keep his head on the pitch and not on somebody's ass, it, it, he could easily get up there. <laughs> but it's so soft. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I feel like I, I feel like we haven't made an endo butt joke in a while. I, I, I <laughs> well, wanted he to... hasn't played in a while, so you know, we have this is true. To talk. This Are is you true. talking about football? Yes. Yes. Ass play this time. <laughs> Gross, but true. Well, one of the safer ass plays. Anyway. Mm. Anyway. Um, yes. All right. So TFC have two matches this week. Um, they are home. They get to play at. Their home stadium in East Hartford. Um, you know, so in the time at home, of course. The we'll slur. Omar Gonzalez. <laughs> lots of time to make lattes for everyone. Because apparently this is what he does. This was the That's cute little bit of information. Yeah, o- Omar makes lattes for everybody, apparently. He's the, he's the latte guy. How? <laughs> With the machine? I think mm-hmm. I think he's a machine. I, 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 I choose not to ask him about his about his latte technique. It gets so. really aggressive. Yeah, mm. it really does. Really aggressive. Um, his question asking is some of the most aggressive. Mm-hmm. In the it that's really why, is, and you just you don't you know what you just don't want to you don't want to push that. Cream, um, cream, <laughs> decoration, please. If, if, you, if, you, if like he he was apparently offered huge money to go to Montreal, but he would not. He refused to learn how to say those questions in French. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he already speaks two languages. It really I know, but, I, I know but it's Montreal. True. All that cheese money is. Anyway. It's 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 a it's true. It's a it's a tempting lure. Um. So first up is Wednesday Wednesday night's match against the Energy Drinks, um, and the Energy Drinks last match had a surprise goal scorer. And some 17-year-old kid who looks like he's about 12 named Caden Clark, who scored a hell of a goal. It was a lot of fun um, to watch that if you haven't seen the, the clip on that. Uh, but whether or not he, he features in this, who knows. Um, although he's on one of their season goal leader lists now because they haven't scored that many goals, I guess. Fair. 
Um, however, what's interesting about Toronto playing the energy drinks, and they're they're mid table right now. They're you know they've scored. They're not all that strong defensively. They're sort of like goal differential is one, so they're just like they're fine. Um, they're in the playoffs. They're gonna probably still make it into the playoffs. Now they're in that play-in section, so they want to obviously move up a little bit. But um, if you look at the last few matches that Toronto have played them, uh, energy drinks have kind of been uh, ruling the roost. Their last five meetings, uh, TFC have only won once and have lost the other four times. Mm. Now this goes back, you know, a couple years and doesn't include playoffs this is regular season matchups but still energy drinks tend to be a tough test for toronto for what whatever reason um and the series the series matchup at toronto quote unquote um mm-hmm. does slightly weigh more in toronto's favor uh seven wins to four wins and five draws but still something to be mindful of that this is a team that sort of is a little bit in in toronto's head it seems um, but again, TFC are coming, they're, they're on a five game win streak. Um, they have, you know, top spot in the East, all those good things. They obviously want to build off of that. Uh, some, you know, hopefully no one else gets injured in the next few days because they're running, they're running out of players. Um, and then those that were rested on Sunday night, obviously would expect to be back uh, on the pitch on Wednesday, uh, sorry, on Sunday night, we'll be back on the pitch on Wednesday, and because their next game is against another bad team, so more opportunities to rest. So we've got uh, Daniel Royer, someone to be mindful of. The royest of the Royers. Exactly. He's very so royal. Roy. So Roy. So Roy. Um, the aforementioned. Child, Caden Clark, um, and then I don't really have a huge like impression of their team this year. I feel kind of like, oh right, I kind of forget they're around. I'm like, oh right, energy drinks, they still play. Where are um, the New York Red Bulls? That's my impression of them. Well, that seems reasonable. That's tight. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, I don't even know. Did did did. Did they win their last? Yeah, they won their last match. Um, against against uh, Toronto's other opponent this week, uh, the AU guys. So that's kind of funny. Um, so yeah, they have... Do they have anybody out? They've got a couple questionables and one one defender out. Um, but And some players off on international duty. Uh, good luck with that. Um, and of course, Toronto still has long list of injured players. Michael Bradley not expected back for this one. Maybe back for the for the AU guys match on the weekend. Um, Achara is still out. Not sure about Justin Morrow. Obviously Josie Alstor is out for a while and we've already talked about Alex Bono. So player to watch from New Jersey for this one. I was going to say Roy but I have to go with Royer. Fair. Mm. I'm going to yeah. go with Roy. Roy Boateng. I, mm. um, Duncan. Go on. I'm, the, I'm watching uh, Kyle Duncan, defender. Um, ah. Two mm. goals, uh, three assists. Mm. What the fuck? So, um, 
obviously somebody told him that you can play wherever you want because there's no way he should have these stats. So yeah, Kyle Duncan, <laughs> why why are you even going over half? Honestly, so. Um, Tom Barlow for no reason other than his name really. It's just so very I don't know. It's, it's Tom Barlow. I don't know what. I just like I'm just gonna go with it based on his name. Plus he scored a couple goals. If it was Ken um, Barlow, I'd go for him. And I yeah, think I think that's maybe that's point. what's in my head. I'm thinking maybe he's like Ken Barlow's illegitimate American soccer player son. Hmm. Um, which good storyline. Totally could have happened. Um, all right. Well then, predictions for this one. <sighs> one nil TFC. Yeah, that that actually sounds about right. It'll be Thank uninspiring. You. It won't be the sort of thing that fills you with any kind of uh, joy or confidence of good things to come, but it'll be another three points because that's what TFC does these days. I'm going to go with... Uh, yeah, one nil seems about right. Uh, I, I I feel that Toronto's good for a goal and uh, I don't feel that uh, Red Bulls are. So I am going to say 2 nil Toronto only because... Red Bulls, not strong defensively right now. Um, so there. But nothing more than that. Uh, and then their next match is again on a Sunday. So this coming Sunday, still mm-hmm. at their home in East Hartford against the AU guys who have been terrible this year. And we should probably maybe not relish in it quite as much as we do, but it's so much fun. Um, yeah, they've, 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 the, the, the mighty have fallen and they've, they've oh. fallen hard. Um, their fans are no doubt taking it well though. Oh, I would imagine so. Mm. So they the, the are. Super club. Is that, have they, have they claimed that yet? <laughs> feels like they, oh, they exhaust me. Yeah. Go on. They have still, um, they've managed to do enough to keep themselves, you know, in that play-in position since almost everybody gets into the playoffs or at least gets to attempt to be in the playoffs this season. So what are they? They're in 10th right now, I think. So they're just above the line. Um, But again, obviously having a rough season. uh, They have lost, you know, and they're they're doing a very up-down thing. You know, they lose a game, they win a game. They lose a game, they win a game. Um, Did they win the last game? No, they lost. Oh, but they, but they, they but they drew, but they drew the match before that, so they broke the cycle. So I'm not sure what's going to happen mm. against TFC. Mm. Um, you know, most of their most of their scoring threats are are injured or have been traded away. Um, yeah, they've just they're 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 having a rough year. So. Um, Player to watch? Damn! Fuck. Shite. Jürgen Damn. He is apparently, according to a study conducted by Mexican club Pachuca mm. and backed by FIFA, Damn is the second fastest player in the world. Really? Damn. That's, damn. <laughs> That's apparently <laughs> what they say. Jürgen Damn Rascon. I'm not sure who the first is. But, uh, I, I had damn, but not with any real backing other than being able to say it. So um, I'm going to stick with it. This team looks pe- mediocre. Mm. Uh, 
I wanted to say damn too because that's just fun to say. Do it. Do it. No. There's got to be something. Hold on. There's got to be something fun. Do it. Do it. Tyler Wolf? No, not as well. Do it. Do it. Do it. Say his name. Do it. Yeah, apparently the fastest player in the world. Is it Tyler Wolf? No. But when this uh, when this study was done, it was Gareth Bale. What? <laughs> well, that's that's an old study. That's, that's gotta be an old, old study. study. <laughs> Three to fifteen, apparently. Yeah. I'm gonna go with John Gallagher, just so that um, oh. hopefully, 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 Wayne <laughs> Rooney's in eighth place on this list. What? Oh dear lord! Hopefully, Tony Gallagher starts, so that the commentators just get fucked up the whole match. Gallagher, 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 and just don't know what they're doing. Um, but he is there currently. The club's also leading goal scorer with three. Ooh, um, young player. Uh, so yeah, he's 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 gonna be my player to watch. Sergio Ramos. Sergio Ramos can't be that quick, surely. But you did say 2015, right? Sure. I'll go, I'll go through the top ten. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Uh, Funny Gareth Bale. Uh, then Jurgen Dam, uh, Antonio Valencia, uh, Aaron, Aaron Lennon, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, Theo Walcott, uh, Lionel Messi, Wayne Rooney, Frank Ribery. Frank Ribery? I mean, he's got hustle, but I don't know him for speed. Was this, poll, was this poll taken in a time machine? Yes. <laughs> a limited, sure. limited location one. The, uh, the the caption on the, the, the picture there it says, a study carried out by the Mexican Premier League club Pachuca and backed by FIFA has brought some surprising results. Yes, it has. No okay. shit. <laughs> Who this let is... Pachuca run a scientific survey? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is when they're running with the ball, apparently. Mm. They, uh, hmm. When I want science from Liga MX, I go to Santos Laguna like a real person. Mm-hmm. That's yes. what. That's where the chemistry is. Mm-hmm. Not not with Cruz Azul. I mean, they they make cement. You'd think there's science involved there, right? Mm. I'll be honest with you. They're lazy. It's not really good cement. Mm. It's not. Uh, it's not the best. It's not the best cement. It's mostly porridge and food coloring. Oh. <laughs> Who does think it? Big porridge did. That's what. Yeah. 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 Bastards. Yeah. Don't be in the pocket of big porridge. Ooh. No. Oh, it's fucking. That. It's a fucking mess. All right, predictions for uh, one nil Toronto. <laughs> Two nil Toronto. Three nil Toronto. Yeah, go on, Kristen. Do it, do it Kristen. Do no pressure. It. Do, it. do it. I'm do it. not going to. Say four, uh. you coward. I'm coward. not going to. Chicken, chicken, chicken. Oh yeah, has has that ever actually worked? Now's the first time. Chicken, chicken. Now it's not going to happen. Tyler, Tyler Wolf just called you yellow. <laughs> My name is not Marty McFly, so um, two one Toronto. Well, that's but not yes. entertaining at all. Nope. I know it's not. I'm sorry. All right. Well, that is our show for this week. Um, our our TFC MLS laden show for this week. Join us next week with a little less. Uh, we look back at a hopeful two TFC wins. Um, preview, Hamilton v. the, the Lemon Pigs. Mm. Um, <laughs> St. 
see what else is happening in MLS and KMPL and the world of footy in general. Look ahead to another TFC match, and who knows what else might happen. I have been joined by the entire Vocal Minority Podcast panel. Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, out there on the Twitters, at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Hello! On the Twitterverse, at Malarkey FC, Mr. Tony Walsh. Tony Walsh! On the Tweet Machine, at KitNerdMark, with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Thank you, everybody, for your continuous Patreon support. And uh, we got t-shirts. You should go check out the t-shirts. Tony did a really good job on them. Thanks. True, he did. Thanks. Mm-hmm. We're, th- we're thankful for Tony's Chris- design. Kirsten didn't, Kirsten didn't let me out of the room for four weeks. Well. It was in the contract, dude. You re- you signed it. Frankly, worth it. Yeah. Also lettering. really good. Mm. Really good. And you, we oh. both know the Albanians do not fuck around with contracts. No. God, no. Nor do they give contracts. Tor- mm. Also. Uh, Blood contracts. As for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at Kaza Knowles. I've been your host, Christian Knowles. And until next week, Canada, get used to it.